Hello everybody, welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure having you here. My name is Natasha Collins and I'm the founder of NC Real Estate, its members club and its one-to-one mentorship. I am so excited today. I am joined by Sarah Spears, the Global Director for the RICS's 150th program. Hi Sarah. Hi Natasha, <laughs> thanks for having me. Today we're going to be talking about what the RICS does and all the amazing things that are going on in the 150-year celebration. So I think we should just dive straight in with the conversation. So my audience is a mix of surveyors and a mix of property investors and landlords who may not necessarily be involved in the RICS. So to start off with, what does the RICS do? Okay, so RICS is a global professional body that sets, maintains and regulates standards against uh, which we judge our professionals. So we were originally founded in the UK in 1868 and we have now grown to have 37 offices around the world and all the major financial capitals that you you can imagine and we regulate uh, over 125 professionals. It's exciting and as you guys all know I'm a charter surveyor. When I qualified I did the commercial property pathway but I've also specialised in um, residential and commercial and as you all know NC Real Estate is regulated by the RICS, which is why we have such a good connection over here. So, 150th programme, exciting that it's 150 years of the RICS. So, how are we celebrating? Okay, well, we're celebrating in a number of ways. Um, As you've talked about, you you, um, qualify through the commercial route, but there are many, many types of surveyors. In fact, I think we have something like 137 specialisms. So one of the key aims of the 150th year is to try and celebrate the diversity in the profession in terms of both um, the gender split, um, and, but also the roles in which charter surveyors play. So you have charter surveyors who value fine art, and we have commercial surveyors, valuation surveyors, construction professionals. So we're really trying to talk about the whole profession and what it brings to society and the natural and built environment over the last 150 years and also for the next 150 years. And the built environment's changed a lot in the last 150 years, hasn't it? We've seen so many changes. We have indeed, and surveyors have been at the heart of many of those changes. So what we're trying to actually do is play back to the profession and to society the crucial role that surveyors have been involved in in terms of developing the built environment as well. Okay, so where does this all start? How can we look back at the last 150 years? What have the RICS put together? Okay, so looking backwards, we put together the RICS exhibition, which is housed here in our London headquarters, and it looks at the history of the profession, how the founding fathers came together, how the profession grew and developed, um, how the organisation has also grown from a very much UK-centric organisation now to a global professional body and everything that goes with that. And we talk about the role that surveyors have played in major infrastructure projects, in shaping cities, um, everything that you can imagine that a surveyor has been involved in is reflected in our 150th anniversary exhibition. But we also want to make sure that we are using our exhibition materials that we've pulled together. So we have two global, mobile exhibitions, which is a mouthful there, which um, have the same look and feel as our London exhibition that are going out around the world to our flagship conferences and events. So the exhibition has already been to um, Shanghai, South Mm -hmm. Africa, it's going to Toronto, and we're really just trying to stretch that element and the depth and breadth of the profession so that people get a better understanding of who we are and what we do. 
Fantastic. And can anybody come in and have a look at these exhibitions? Anybody can come in and have a look at the exhibition. Obviously, you have to sign in yeah. um, at the front door. But yes, absolutely. It's open uh, Monday to Friday. Um, and we're also trying to get as many people in to use it for drinks receptions. Or if firms want to come in and use it, then they absolutely can. We have graduate induction days in it. We're also holding our new members' receptions in there. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get as many people through the door as we possibly can to learn a little bit more about the surveying profession. Fantastic. And I'm excited to go and have a look after we finish here. That'd, That'd be, be great. great. <laughs> so I've been involved with the 150 year celebrations and as far as I'm going to get involved in the modus that's coming out in June 2018, so that's next month. But what else can we see? What else have we already seen this year and what are we going to see for the rest of the year? Absolutely. So we've launched a number of campaigns to mark our 150th year. Um, the first major campaign we launched in September last year was our Pride and Profession campaign. And this is a crowdsourcing um, campaign that we've gone out to the profession and we've asked them to share their examples of great surveying achievements. And then really the ethos behind this campaign is to shine a light on the role that the surveying profession has brought to developing the built and natural environment across the world. So we have started with some historic examples. So uh, we have already profiled John Clutton, who was our founding father back yeah. in 1868. But also we're trying to profile as many different elements of the surveying profession that we possibly can. So uh, we're releasing um, these examples in waves. We've had around about 105 um, nominations submitted to us and we're working those up and then we're releasing them through all of our, our digital channels and our member um, evening newsletters as well. Um, so anybody can get involved. We're using this as a call to action to say to people, oh, look at this, this is a really great example. Um, a, a recent one um, is um, a lady called Elaine Jones who worked in Dubai and transformed uh, Dubai skyline and she also worked on the palm. Um, so it's just trying to show the different elements that a severe gets involved in. You can nominate if you're interested in doing so through our website. There's a, a nomination form there with some set criteria. Very easy to do. Mm -hmm. And we're really trying to reach out to the profession and say, look, tell us your stories. This this is a moment in, in time, a moment in history, and we want to promote you and your profession uh, back to the world. Yeah, and there is so much amazing things going on at the moment, isn't there? Different people forming different groups where they're just celebrating what they're doing within the industry. I think it's fabulous that we get to even celebrate that and share that around. So as part of the 150th year celebrations, what else is going to be going on this year that we have to look forward to? So one of the other things we're really, really keen to do, obviously, is to inspire the next generation of surveyors. So we launched a global competition in January, and this is to look at innovative solutions that are facing mega cities around the world. So um, we've hinged that around three main topics, uh, rapid urbanisation, climate change and resource scarcity. And we are uh, throwing this challenge out to um, young professionals and students. We're really aiming it at that 18 to 24 age group because we really want to inspire that, that next generation of surveyors. Um, and asking them to come up with some innovative solutions that are facing cities. So the competition is open. We've had over 300 entries globally so far. The competition closes at the end of May and then we will have our regional finals across 12 global regional regions where um, we will select a regional winner. And then those regional winners will go on to complete for the ultimate accolade of the winner of this competition and receive a cash prize of £50,000 or local equivalent, depending on where they're based. Mm -hmm. And what we'll be doing with these 12 regional winners is we will be pairing them up with an RICS mentor so that they can um, take their idea, finesse it, 
tie it to RICS standards and solutions and actually get that added benefit of an experienced surveyor's knowledge and expertise to help them transform their idea into reality. So it's very exciting. Well, how incredible is that? How often do you even get that opportunity? How nice would that be to have mentors who actually came and helped you? So you're not long left, but actually a really rewarding thing to get involved in if they can get involved in it. Absolutely. And what we'll be doing is um, we'll be releasing the regional winners in, at the end of July. Um, and then we'll be following these regional winners, these 12 regional winners, through things like podcasts and videos and, and other methods. Um, to show them working with RICS professionals and developing their idea and then we'll announce the winner in um, November at our next President's inauguration. Fabulous, and that's in Hong Kong, isn't that's it? That's in Hong Kong, yes. well done. <laughs> Exciting! I can think there were. <laughs> Good job you're here. I know, so full of knowledge today. <laughs> so, as well as that, so that ends in May and then what have we got to look forward to for the rest of the year? So, what we'll be doing, it, the regional element ended, maybe the actual ultimate competition doesn't end until November, so that, that, that takes us over at that period. But what we'll be doing with the Pride Profession campaign is we'll be looking to wrap up the um, entrance to that um, and then we will be listing all of the entrants we've had for Pride and Profession campaign um, through September and October and we'll be asking the profession to vote for their top 20 or top 25 examples and then we will collate that into a digital ebook, and we will play that back to the profession as well. Fantastic, that's really exciting. So Sarah, let me ask you, you've come up on here and you're so excited about what we're doing for the 150 years, but what inspires you to keep working with the RICS? That's a very good question because I've been here 18 years, which is a long time. I think um, it's no two days are the same at the RICS. It's a very exciting place to work. I think the diversity and range of subjects that our members are involved in just keeps it exciting and keeps it fresh. So, um, and 150, you know, I'm not going to be here for the next 150. <laughs> so, they were, again, this is a moment in time that, you know, we really want to celebrate the profession, make sure that we're we're talking about it um, to stakeholders, to adopters, to governments, to next generation, and really convey the really great things that this profession does. Yeah, fantastic. And so we've we've seen the profession change over the last 150 years. I'm not going to ask you to predict what's going to happen over the next 150 years, because really anything <laughs> can happen. But where do you see the profession going over the next five to ten years? Yeah, so actually one part of the exhibition that I didn't talk about is looking at future trends in technology, mega cities, how surveyors can get involved in um, prop tech. Again, it's another another um, big element. We've actually got a 3D printed map of London downstairs. So wow. I mean, it's looking at those skills that um, surveyors have, that kind of cutting edge and that leading ability to get, get involved in. Um, everybody's talking about AI and five gens in the workplace and our profession is going to have to adapt to that type of thing as well yeah. and there will be opportunities there as well but um, people clustering more into mega cities there will be challenges there and challenges that the surveying profession will have to solve so very much there is a huge um, future element for this profession. But there's far more that the RICS are getting involved in isn't it? And best practice is changing and you keep updating your standards which is exciting because it means that we get to adapt to what's coming. Is there anything you've seen happening over the last 12 to 18 months that you think yes this is really exciting for us? I think the advances in property technology really are very exciting and I think that's something that um, we will need to you know up our game on and get much more involved in. 
Um, I think one of the things, and it's the kind of cornerstone on which this organisation is built on, is ethical behaviour. Yeah. And I think that really is something that will stand us in, in good stead. Um, as you know, you see lots of startups and prop tech companies starting up, but they don't have ethical behaviour underpinning them. And I think we do as an organisation, and we just have to make sure that we stick to our core values, but adapt the times as well. And that's something I talk about a lot with our followers and the people who follow NC Real Estate as a brand. Everything that underpins what we do is that ethics, that morality, that transparency and transparency. And as from the RICS, it's huge, isn't it? It's something we really need to cover and you instill in us. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it would call back to our Royal Charter. We're here to act in the public interest and uh, the members of the organisation are here to act in the public good. And I think, you know, as long as you keep that, that basis, then you can't really go far wrong. Exactly. Okay, so just as we're about to wrap up, what is the most exciting thing that you're taking out of this 150th year celebration? I think the most exciting thing is hearing about all the stories and the examples that people are submitting that, um, you know, as I say, I've been here a, a long time and I've met a lot of members, but it's actually it's the diversity and the range of things that people get in, involved in that you wouldn't necessarily think a surveyor would be involved in. So, for example, we had a really nice example um, of Concord's last journey. So Concord, um, when it was decommissioned, was taken from London up to East Fortune, but obviously they couldn't fly it. So they used a charter surveyor to navigate, and um, they took it down the Thames and then sailed it up um, on the East mm -hmm. Coast and then took it through Farmer's Fields. And a charter surveyor was there negotiating all the, 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 um, the logistics of that. And again, people just wouldn't necessarily think that a surveyor would be involved in that, but but crucial to that role. So it's those type of things that keep your interest and keep you, your, you know, keep the spark there. That's amazing. Fantastic. I didn't even know about that. So that's a brilliant insight to the profession. Okay. So from here on out, how can my listeners get involved? What can they do from here? Absolutely. What I would say to your listeners um, is visit our, um, our website, engage in the campaigns. Um, if you know of any great surveying achievements or if you are a great surveyor yourself and you want to nominate yourself, that's absolutely fine. You can do that. Um, and also just um, to you know, get involved in the campaigns, to be um, visiting our Twitter page and retweeting the examples. Um, if you know of any young, uh, younger elements of the profession within your firms or yourself and you want to get engaged in the competition, still two weeks to go. It's not too late. Mm -hmm. um, and again, everything um, that you need um, is on our website to enter the competition. So what we're really doing is saying to people that we want to help you promote yourself and the profession. So tell us, tell us your yeah. stories and we'll do it for you. Amazing. Okay, so everybody that's listening, that is your call to action. Please make sure that you get involved. I'm going to put all the links below this podcast, so make sure you're clicking on them. Um, all that's left to say is thank you, Sarah, for coming and joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, for anything else that you guys want to know about, again, information's below. And if you want to get involved with the NC Real Estate, head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk. Thank you, Sarah, for spending your time with me today. That's all. Thanks for having me. And thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us today. I can't wait to catch up with you again soon.